the right, Bennett to tight end left. Second and goal to go from the two. Toss sweep right for James White. Cuts it up to the right arm. Cuts it upfield. Driving forward. Diving to the goal line. It's still a touchdown. And a title for the Patriots. I can't believe it. They have completed the greatest comeback in Super Bowl history. Led by the greatest quarterback. Look at Brady. In Super Bowl and NFL annals. One more ring. James White. And a silver trophy is coming back to New England. I love this team. The confetti, the streamers falling from the roof of NRG Stadium. I don't care. Welcome to another episode of the Pat's Blitz presented by SB Nation. I'm your host, Stephen Thompson, alongside my co-host, Chris Blackie. Joined tonight by William Bendenson. AKA Patriots Maven on Twitter. How's it going, man? Good. Good to be on with you. Yeah, definitely. Thanks for coming on. I guess we all could be a little bit better, right? After the game Sunday. Yeah, no, I think that there's been some overreaction, but uh, hey, uh, you know, it's uh, certainly disappointing anytime you lose to Pittsburgh. So. Yeah, we never overreact in New England. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, a lot of say I think I had a tweet. Buffalo, the last time they were nine and five was nineteen ninety nine, twenty years ago. So Wow. I think, I think fans uh you know have obviously gotten jaded. That's understandable with all their success, but you know, it's not a uh not such a terrible thing to play on wild card weekend. It beats not making the playoffs, obviously. I think it's important for their sake that they get the first round by. And I think they still will do that because I think Houston will lose in Philadelphia this week. So uh, and I don't see the Patriots losing either of their last two games, given how bad the Bills and the Jets are. And also uh, they're very good at home. So I think they'll finish 11 and five and you know, they'll be either the two or the three seeds. So. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, I think I agree with you. I think the Eagles are going to beat Houston this weekend. It's something about Nick Foles. <laughs> um, uh, Foles? Uh, yeah, he's playing well. Yeah. yeah. But so, uh, do, do you do you have any positives from the Patriots Steelers game? Yeah, there were some – I mean, the secondary played well. Jackson played well. Gilmore played well. Jackson played very well. I think he's been probably their best rookie this year. And, um, you know, Gilmore played well on Antonio Brown. I mean, the one touchdown he had, somehow they got Jason McCourty matched up on him. So, um, yeah, so there are some positives. The game, I thought uh, Lawrence Guy played okay. Van Noy had a good game. So, you know, there were some – Edelman overall had a good game. So, yeah, I mean, look, it was a competitive game. I mean, it wasn't, you know, a couple more plays. So. In your estimation, did the Steelers win or did the Patriots lose? Well, I think around here, not giving much credit to the Steelers. But, uh, yeah, I think more of the Steelers won it. I mean, the Steelers came into the game leading the league in sacks. So they can really rush the passer with Watt and Hayward and – and Hewitt, and they got good linebackers, Dupree, and Hayden's a very good corner. You know, their other corner are weak. But, yeah, no, I mean, I think the Steelers probably are the most talented overall team in the AFC. They've just had a lot of, uh, you know, they got the two best, you know, two great receivers, Brown and Schuster, and 
And so, you know, but the dysfunction at, um, you know, with the Le'Veon Bell situation, hamstring them all year. And then, you know, that Connor was out too, their second running back. So, you know, it's disappointing that the Patriots run defense is so bad that they allow Samuels to have 142 yards and average seven and a half yards of carry. So that's, I think, the biggest disappointment overall. I mean, they gave up two touchdown drives in the first three drives and looked good. And then, you know, they seemed to play better. I mean, they got lucky Boswell missed the 32-yarder. But, look, overall, I think that uh, I, I would say more of the Steelers won it. As far as the Patriots' run defense, do you think they're going to be able to get this thing solved by the playoffs, or do you think they are what they are with it? Um, I'm skeptical because, uh, you know, Gore ran, uh, you know, Flowers struggles at times to steal the edge. And, uh, you know, Malcolm Brown's been a disappointment. Uh, Lawrence Guy's okay. He certainly sometimes seems better against the pass. And Danny Shelton's been a huge disappointment. They traded for him from Cleveland, and he's uh, he's supposed to help uh, with the run defense, big guy, and he's been inactive the last three weeks. So he's been the big disappointment. Um, and they just need to be bigger up front. And uh, teams are seeing that you can really, you know, move them out of the way. It's rare for Bill Belichick, you know, a three-four defense guy, to have problems with run defense, but uh, he does right now. And so the run defense does concern me. You know, and teams once teams see that, um, you know, Buffalo they can uh, uh, with Sean McCoy, and Buffalo can run the ball too. And um, so we'll see. In, in the Buffalo Monday night game, the Patriots did a good job on him, but. You know, certainly Buffalo's watching the same tape that everybody else is watching and seeing the struggles with their run defense. So. Right. They're going to have to fix it. They're also going to have to find a way, if they can, to get pressure with four guys. You know, the second series, after the first series, was a disaster. Uh, Flores and Belichick realized they had to bring a couple of blitzes, so they brought Von Van Moy, and then with their third down dime defense, they brought Jonathan Jones. So, uh, you know, I think uh, I think they're you – know, I think they got to find a way because if – you know, I mean, look, they'll beat the Bills and the Jets. That's not a question. But, you know, in the playoffs, uh, you know, when you're playing, if they got to play San Diego or Kansas City, you know, then it's a different issue because, you know, they're much more talented teams and they're going to see those weaknesses and really try to exploit them. And they have the personnel to do so. The Jets and Bills just don't. Right. Steve? Have you been able to figure out anything why Shelton isn't playing? I think it's just a talent thing. I don't know if his weight's an issue. Um, but, yeah, he's been a disappointment, no question. And I haven't figured – I don't think it's injury-related. Yeah, as far as I'm – if I remember right, he's, he's been – you know, he hasn't been on the injury report the last three weeks. So, you know, he's – I don't think it's – I don't think the injury is the issue. I just think he's depth. And, you know, they got some guys. I mean, Derek Rivers, who was their first pick uh, two years ago, 2017, a third-round pick overall. He didn't have the first or second round. He's hardly been active this year, and he's been inactive again on Sunday. You know, they're, they're hoping that he could contribute this year, and it's just he hasn't really contributed anything. So, you know, I don't know what the deal with him is. He's a good guy and all that. It's just, it's just, not, uh, it's just not happening right now with him. Yeah, it's been, that's one of the biggest puzzles pieces I've been trying to figure out this year too with Rivers. I can't figure it out either. I mean I'm not around the team but something must be off somewhere. Yeah, I don't know, you know, I mean the part of it's depth and it's the same reason Dawson can't get on the field, but okay, you'd like to think he could be better than Jonathan Jones, but he's just uh not there right now. So we'll see if he can get active in the last couple of games. 
But I don't I don't honestly think the secondary is right now the problem. I, mean, I think Jason McCourty struggles at times, but you know, I think overall Jackson and Gilmore, the way they're playing, is pretty good. It's just uh, you know they've got to get uh, you know more pass rush up front. And they've got to stop the run. I think that's their issue on defense. What's your overall assessment of Hightower this season? I think Hightower, he's slowed down. He's not, uh, you know, he's not, the, his speed is always questionable. It seems to be falling down. I mean, at times he makes plays, at times he disappears. And, and the other thing that's hurting Hightower is that uh, in the league, the um, the linebacker position has been devalued because, you know, essentially you're a nickel defense the whole time, which means five defensive backs, so you're only going to have two linebackers on the field. So, you know, in the Patriots in 0-1, there was times they had four linebackers on the field. So it's very different, you know. Their linebackers, I mean, the one thing is without Hightower, they really don't have any linebackers. So. And, uh, you know, Steve? they got Van Noy definitely, but they're very thin at linebackers. So, they're, you know, they're, I think next year in the draft, I, don't, I haven't looked at who's a free agent yet, but... Uh, They'll probably try to get some linebackers. So, well, I'm curious how Bentley is actually going to perform. Like on the full season, I was season, impressed with Bentley. Until he until looked he, very uh, good. He tore his, uh, I forget, some muscle in his arm, so he's missed the whole year since right. week three. But yeah, he looked good. I mean, he, I think of all the rookies, he had the best training camp. So, but he just didn't. And they had bad luck this year with their rookie class. I mean, win went down for the year. Uh, the first round tackle they thought was going to be a starter, and then Bentley went down and would have probably been a starting linebacker. And then Michelle missed most of training camp, and so and he's been good, but uh, you know he's had some injury issues. So yeah, they haven't. And Duke Dawson, their second round pick, he hasn't played a game yet either. So they they haven't. He was hurt until they activated him a few weeks ago. So yeah, their rookie class, they just haven't had good luck with this year. But we'll see. You know, next year I think will be a big year to see what Win and, and uh, Dawson can do. Right. Yeah, I mean, Bentley seems good against the run. And, and the other thing was in training camp, his teammates were impressed with his intelligence for a rookie. So, um, right. yeah, I think he was a promising player. In some ways, I think he could be a, a little better than Mayo, a little better athlete, you know. So, yeah, I think I Mayo think was so. a good I mean, run linebacker. I, I think Mayo was yep. a good run linebacker. I didn't think he was, you know, so much against the pass, but. You know, right. and the other thing that hurt Mayo was that he just had so many injuries to his career. Right, Steve. So yeah, how come yeah. then attacking defense that we saw against the Vikings? How come we're not seeing more of that? I mean, I think the thing with the uh, you know they with those disguises is and having a bunch of guys standing up is that they work in passing down. They don't, you know, if you've got a lot of defensive backs on the field, then the other team's going to run the ball more. Uh, the issue with the Vikings is that the Vikings' offensive line is terrible, and the Steelers' offensive line is really good. So, you know, I wouldn't be in a rush to put six defensive backs in there because the Steelers would mow you right down. So, I mean, that's a, that's another reason under that Samuel had a really good day. Their their offensive line is very good, one of the best in football, where the Vikings one of the worst. So, you can afford to sacrifice up front there versus uh, with the Steelers. Hmm. So, interesting take. So, as far as Gronk, do you think he's going to be able to the other turn thing with it the up? Vikings was that, the other thing, one last thing with the Vikings was that they, 
you know, they were really playing a shell of a team because Diggs wasn't himself, Stephon Diggs, and, and Thielen was good. But, you know, to take away one receiver, I mean, you know, they, uh, what were we going to say? As far as Gronk, do you think he'll be able to turn it up a little in the playoffs? Um, or is he just Cousins, what he is? I, I don't know. I, yeah. You know, he didn't yeah. do much in this game. Just slower mm-hmm. than he used to. So. Yeah, what do you, uh, as far as like the offensive struggles, the penalties, what do you make of it? I mean, like, this year, this like you never see them in the like years past. All these like unforced penalties, the holdings, the pre-snap penalties. Any idea why they're getting more of them this year? Well, in rewatching the film, some of the penalties were because of the Steelers' pass rush, like the holding mm-hmm. at the end of the game. Mason, Stephon Tuitt beat him, and uh, Mason held him from behind. So. Sometimes when you're an offensive line and you're holding and you're committing a lot of false starts, a lot of times that's because you're nervous about the defensive line at the snap and then they're beating you off. The, so I, I think that was more that you got to give the credit to the Steelers for yeah. some of those penalties. And also, I mean, the third and 15 where the Patriots got the first down, uh, that was a very questionable pass interference on Joe Hayden. So I know the Steelers were upset about that one. So, um, you know, I think the penalties, you know, end, end up even, you know, I mean, I know more were called on the Patriots, but. So in the Vikings game, I know the Vikings were upset that they thought the Patriots got more of the calls. So, you know, that goes back and forth. Oh, definitely. So, Well, you're down in um, Gillette quite a, quite a bit. What's the mood down there right now? The mood? I, I think it's good. I mean, they're 9 and 5. They're not going to get two down. I don't think it's like 09 where Belichick lost control of the locker room. I just think they, you know, final thing I'll say is that I think that the, I never heard Belichick say um, uh, he was proud of a team after a loss, at least that I can remember. And he did that on Sunday. So that might be his recognition that, you know, these guys are giving everything they have, but they just don't quite have the horses. You know, he saw the game. He knows, you know, he knows their talent level better than anybody. So he knows, you know, he, he sees some of their weaknesses. And he's not gonna, you know, he's not gonna get on guys who are giving their best. I mean, you know, you know, Lawrence Guy and Malcolm Brown, they are what they are. So it's not like they're not trying their hardest. So yeah, I'm definitely disappointed in Malcolm Brown. I thought he was gonna be a lot better this year. Yeah. Well, I mean, there was talk that he might get traded in training camp. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, he's a free agent. I don't think he'll be back, but we'll see. You think Trent Brown's going to be back oh. next year? You done with the call? No, but take these. You done with who you talking to? Let's take these. I got these. You got your keys? Yeah. Well, you got go. Yeah. I'm going to get your keys. If I got them. Okay. What, what, what do you mean to do? Quantum bottles? They're done. I'll get them for you. Oh, okay. So what, what am I doing with the car? Huh? What am I doing with the car then? What are you going to do? You're going to leave it in my office and you'll take it tomorrow. Okay. What's going on here? Oh, thank you. Uh, sorry about that. What were you going to say? Hello? Um, I'm here. I'm trying to remember what Alan just said. I'm a little bit <laughs> what? distracted. What'd you say? Go ahead, Steve. You got a question? So, yeah, no, you, you, you. What was your I question? Josh Gordon, uh, why wasn't he targeted more against the Steelers? I know in the past he's had some pretty good – Big games against them, and 
he seemed from what I watched to like the replays and stuff is he had a lot of single coverage. Why wasn't that more of a focus you think going towards him? Yeah. Who Gronkowski? No, uh, Josh Gordon. I don't know. I don't think Gordon had his best day. He had only one catch. Um, I mean, you know, single coverage. I mean, you can't double everybody. I I don't know. He couldn't get more open. I'm not completely sure why. I've got to watch that angle of the film again. It seemed like they, from what I saw, they got good coverage on him. You know, but, yeah, you know, he, he didn't have his best day. He dropped the pass. That only dropped two, so. So, like, how you far know, do you think the Patriots? I mean, Pitt, yeah, Pittsburgh. And I mean, last year they, I mean, they should have lost if not for the, the Jesse James overturning the call on, uh, you know, <laughs> the, the catch, the touchdown, and then they overturned it. So, you know, and they're, they're competitive teams. I mean, it's not. I thought it would be a close game. I didn't think anybody thought it was going to be a blowout. I thought that was crazy, but mm-hmm. it was. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I think. You know, going forward, you know, I see the Patriots winning these last two games. And then, uh, you know, I think it's a chance to really get their offense right and make sure they have what they have and, you know, try to find ways, whether it's stunts, to get Flowers and Claiborne more on the quarterback. And, and um, you know, and uh, that's, uh, I think, what they, you know, have to do. And, uh, and then, uh, you know, this will be more of a challenge against Buffalo on Sunday. Uh than the first time they played them because they have Josh Allen will be playing. So, you know, Allen's much better than Derek Anderson who started that game. So I, I think, uh, you know, I think, uh, I, you know, I think it'll be good for them mobile quarterback, you know, they can work on their defense. So, you know, we'll see what happens. So like how far ultimately do you think they go in the playoffs? Um, you know, it's interesting. I was talking to Judy Batista from the NFL Network, and uh, she said that, uh, you know, she has no idea what teams are going to be in the Super Bowl. And if you asked me to pick it, if I had to pick it, and I feel the same way right now, to put a gun to my head, I'd put, uh, you know, Chargers and Saints. But, you know, that could change next week. But I think those two teams, and, you know, right now I still think the Chargers win that division, and I don't think Kansas City's playing that well, so. I think Kansas City will lose in Seattle and the Chargers win the last two. And then the Chargers will get two at home. And I think the Patriots will probably have to go to Los Angeles for the AFC championship game, is my guess, if I was predicting it. Um, But, you know, uh, because I think whoever, if they get the first round, uh, if they get the first round by, I don't see Indianapolis or I know Indy's playing better, but given Luck's history against Brady, I don't see them coming here and, and, you know, Indy's been very good the second half of the season and winning. So, you know, we'll see. Um, you know, if the Chiefs come here, I still think the Patriots win. I just think they're playing well at home. So, I think right now I would say they probably lose in Los Angeles in the AFC Championship game if I had to pick it. Hopefully they can play at home. They're definitely a much better team at home yeah. than they're on the road. That's pretty yeah, obvious. Yeah, that's, that's why I think it's important yeah. that they get the two seed, you know, because – they get the three seed, then they're playing wild card weekend, then they're going to have to win probably two road games to get to the mm-hmm. Super Bowl. And I just don't think the way they play on the road, you know. But if they, you know, can get the, the one, two. And, you know, look, you get the two seed, and there's always a chance that the one seed gets upset, and then you get the AFC championship game at home. I think that's happened to them before. So, yeah. You know, uh, so I think that's why it's, 
that's why Patriots fans should really be rooting for Philadelphia this weekend. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah, that'll be hard. <laughs> yeah, I think Philadelphia will win because they're playing well. They went to the Rams last week, and, and uh, you know, and won. And so, it, uh, you know, they're playing well, and Houston's not playing that well. They barely beat the Jets, so. Um, I expect that Philadelphia will win that game. So I still like the Patriots' odds to get the two seed. And then they only need to win two games to get to the Super Bowl. So right. it's concerning. Yeah, I don't trust yeah. them now to go. And the reason I think they'll lose to Los Angeles, I just don't think they can beat a good team on the road right now. They finished 3-5 and five on the road this year. Their only decent road win was Chicago, but Mac, Leo Mack wasn't healthy. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's a uh, – I know fans aren't used to it. Younger Patriots fans, older Patriots fans certainly remember when the team wasn't good. Mm-hmm. So we no. do. <laughs> oh yeah. So yeah. <laughs> Guys sound like Well, final question for me. what have you made of Josh McDaniel's play calling of late? Um you know, I know there's I mean my one overall criticism of it is that uh James White, um, uh, you know, James White, apparently he was – I didn't see it, but he was open at the end of the game. Maybe they missed him. I just think sometimes you should go to James White a little bit more. Teams haven't been able to stop him this year, and and I'm a big James White fan. I just think he finds a way to make plays. You can't really put a price on that. And so, um, yeah, I I think that they they, they should go to White more. I don't – you know, I think McDaniels falls into some of this. The Steelers did a little too on Sunday, which is that, you know, coaches outthink themselves. The Steelers probably could have run more. The Patriots couldn't stop the run, you know, but coaches, they like to vary it up. And, you know, so it's uh, it's frustrating. But I, I don't think the play calling has been bad. Uh, I'm not – the thing is, I'm not the biggest believer like Belichick and Marl Fort, but play calling really is. And the, that – you know, if you call a run and you execute it well, you gain yards. If you call a pass you and and you execute it well, you gain yards. It's not – I know sometimes fans like to critique it, but obviously on third and 15, you're going to throw the ball. But it, it's not uh, – I, I don't think whether it's third and five, whether you run it or pass it is always the biggest – I mean, it does drive me crazy when it's a third and six and teams throw it three yards. I do think you should throw it the length of the distance you need. But, you know, I'm not the biggest thing. Except in, you know, obvious situations like Pete Carroll when he should have given the ball to Marshawn Lynch because the Patriots couldn't stop him. I mean, you know, um, but look, it is what it is. and uh, You know, I think overall McDaniels has had a good season. But like I said, I think he needs to get – sometimes I, I wish he would go to James White more. And I remember in the Detroit loss in September, I thought they, you know, given that they were doubling Gronk, they didn't have any receivers, I thought they should have gone to James White more. You know. Yep. Anything else, Steve? No, that's all I got. So, uh, no, thanks I... again for coming on. Uh, before we let you go, let no, everyone know where they can find you. Guys. Yeah, let yeah, everyone perfect. know where they can find you. Perfect. Oh, oh, sure. Uh, footballmaven.io slash patriots. Again, footballmaven.io slash patriots. And you can also follow me on Twitter. It's very simple, at patriotsmaven. Right on. Awesome. Yeah, thanks again for coming on. Thank you. You're welcome. Pretty interesting stuff.
Yeah, definitely. So, let's talk about this Buffalo game coming up. Is there anything yeah. at all that concerns you? Oh, yeah. I mean, he's a mobile quarterback. He can run. Josh Allen, that is. Mm-hmm. McCoy, if he plays, you know, he's been decent against them some in the past. They got to figure out the run defense. Period. I think they're going to have a good game this week. I mean, who the guy for receivers that really scare you? Ah, nobody, really. Exactly. And you made a good point yesterday in our other podcast where today's NFL, you're really not going to be able to stop both of them. It's almost like you got to pick your poison. And I think yeah. they're zeroing on the run, and I think that'll be the difference. I'm just curious with the way of late, with the Patriots offense struggling, how they're going to do against that Buffalo defense. Yeah, I mean, really, last time they played in Buffalo, Buffalo shut them down pretty good. Right. I mean, if you remember, it was really the defense that played out of their mind that game, and McCourty had the pick six, and, you know, they sealed the game, basically. Oh, no doubt. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the start of when the Pats defense started turning it around. That game. Yep. I think so. Yeah. Is there some type, you know, it's so funny that they're so different on home, at their home field compared, compared down the road. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's night and day. Jekyll and Hyde. It's, I mean, I they, know, you know, offensively, because... yeah. Okay, go ahead. Offense? Yeah, offensively, they moved the ball against Pittsburgh, but. Just even then, it still to me didn't seem like they were really in sync. Like like uh, Patriot Maven said, like get James White involved. That's going to open other things up. He doesn't do it, and I mean that's on McDaniel's. Period. In my opinion, yeah, I just even McDaniel said I think it was yesterday that he needs to be better, and yeah, I agree. Well, that's always going to be a subject of uh, criticism for you anyways. I mean, I give him his credit. Daniels. I gave him well, credit you on do, Twitter you, Sunday. Yeah. That you know, must have you to write that out, right? No, that was a great play designed to Hogan. That was beautiful. Right. And I could have ran that one in. I couldn't. I ain't gonna be trying to push. There's no way I'm going downfield like that. <laughs> but yeah, that was a great play call. There. Yeah, break. That was a great play call. And they, you know, they executed it, and Hogan was just gone. But then you didn't see any of that kind of stuff the rest of the game. You know, and the the to me the last two play calls at the end of that game was. Four guys doing the same play two downs in a row, and it works neither time. Right. And that thing, you know, that third and 15, like if Brady turned back to White, Hayward would have crushed him. Oh, yeah. He would have creamed. Yeah, I think he still would have been getting off the turf tonight 
He would have got hammered. Impossibility, <laughs> right? Yeah, you know. Jesus. I mean, you know, could you maybe say, hey, you, he should have had him leak out earlier and thrown it before, you know, what, five, six seconds? Yeah, definitely. But he leaked out late. Could he have lobbed it over Hayward's head and got it to him? Probably, but and White probably would have crushed himself. That time, by that time, you lob it. In, the defense has time to re- react. Right. Now they're like he like he said, their defense is pretty good. That they've underachieved there most of the year, like always. But I mean, it was basically a must-win for Pittsburgh. If they lost Sunday, they were done. They weren't making the playoffs. I mean, they still would play the Saints, though. That's not going to be an easy game because they're still gunning for home field. Yeah, that's on the road, right? Wow. That's in, yeah, that's down in New Orleans. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm definitely picking the Saints. The trend's going to continue. Every team that's beaten the Patriots has lost the next week. Crazy how that happens, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Well, we've talked about it. I mean, every team gets up. We're playing the Pats, and it, like, takes everything out of them. Right. See, as far as, like, the playoff season go, they're also not going to get the, the first seed. Just scratch right. that out. That's not happening. I think they definitely have a good chance of sliding into the two spot. Right. The only thing that I'm really concerned about, like, on the road, would be Arrowhead. Yeah. Yeah. As as good as the charges are at, at you know, as a team, and I understand where Maven came from, talking about, you know, beating a good team on the road. Yeah. That is not home field that would not be a home field advantage for the Bolts in the conference finals. No. There's no way. No, I mean, don't they draw be, like you wouldn't it's a twenty nine thousand seat stadium. Right. There's no way, and a lot of those would be Patriot fans. There's there's no way that that's a legitimate home field advantage for you. Yeah, and the Patriots playing outside in, like, what, 70-degree weather in January? I think they'll take that. Right. As opposed to having to go in 10-degree weather in Kansas City. (laughs) For a good majority of games, the Patriots absolutely own them. They've been there yeah. for years and years and years. They're a good team, but on playoff times, that's when, you know, these teams' true colors stop the show. Right, and, you know, the, I mean, the big issue in that game would be Melvin Gordon. Yep. What, last time they played, right, didn't he have, like, the 80-yard touchdown run or something like that? Yeah, he broke loose yeah. on the right side and just barreling down the yeah down the sideline. No one caught him. Remember that? Like Jesus. Yeah, you were there. <laughs> He's like, all you see is the guy just do 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 do. Like, okay. It's funny because like on TV, everything's kind of like fast. This was like. Look like slow motion, basically. <laughs> Damn. Like, that guy don't look like he's running that fast, but they couldn't catch him. No. And he's a huge dude. He'd, he'd be a problem to tackle. 
But, you know, they have question marks too, like Keenan Allen. How healthy is he? He got his hip messed up in that Kansas City mm-hmm. game. I haven't really paid attention. Right. I don't know if you heard anything or not about him. No. I mean, yeah. Anything with a leg and a receiver is never a good combination. That's hip, yeah. I mean, they got Williams, but put Gilmore on him. I'm not concerned about it. Right. And Jackson, too. Like, Yeah, he's he's going to be... He's been great. Jesus. Like, kudos for you for calling that about Jackson. You like yeah, yeah, we were camp. praising him, right? I'm like, wow, that guy can cover. He's going to be a wild card after they come playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he just sat down. Schuster is one of the better receivers in the league to four catches and, what, 40 yards, I think? Yeah. He's definitely no slouch, that's for sure. No. Right. Yeah, and even uh, Schuster after the game was – just telling Jackson, he's like, "Hey, you're a heck of a player, and you're going to be getting even better." So, right. So it's Juju doesn't really praise a lot of people, at least that I've heard. And for him to say that about a rookie, I'm like, "Whoa, like that's impressive." Turtle attack, right? He's from Maryland. Pretty sure. Yeah, sounds right. Yeah. Wow. Something about oh, Belichick yeah, I mean, and undrafted yeah. people, right? Right. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Yeah, so, you know, you, you remember in 06? I think it was 06, yeah. When, like, Indy had probably, like, the worst uh, run defense in, like, league history during the regular season. Yeah. But then come playoff time, nobody could run on them. That one still stings. Right. Nobody could run on them that whole playoffs. It's like, whoa, what the heck happened? For some reason, maybe it's my Patriot glasses. I could see the Pats doing that, figuring it out in time for the playoffs and then just basically shutting teams down running-wise. I don't know what you think. I just, but... got, con- I, I just got concerns about time and that's why I think the bye week is so critical. They'll give Absolutely. them an extra week. I think yep. if they have to go on, if they have to go into wild card weekend, I want to be a little bit on edge about things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because then you're probably gonna have to win two road games. Oh, you're gonna have you. Yeah, you're pretty much well. Hard to say because that. You gotta figure it this way. Whoever doesn't take that title from AFC West is gonna be a fifth yeah. seed. That's gonna be a scary proposition right there. Yep. You'd be looking at like either a Baltimore or a Pittsburgh essentially going up against either the Chiefs or the Bolts in Pittsburgh. Who do you like in those matchups? Uh, you know, if Pittsburgh, speaking, at least. if Pittsburgh played Kansas City, Pittsburgh would probably beat them. You know, like so. their de- Pittsburgh, yeah, Pittsburgh's defensive line is a problem. 
like Maven said, like his, you know, all the holding penalties, but you know, a lot of it had to do with how fast Pittsburgh guys were getting off the ball. You know, I wonder if that's film study where they're getting tipped off by something. I mean, it could be because you're on the road. I mean, you you got to be able to pick up the tells that the QBs are doing, you know, silent count, whatever. It can't be that difficult to pick up if you're a good defensive player. I remember, remember a few years ago when they played in Denver? I think it was 15 when they lost. Somebody... Yeah. On Denver said, "Oh yeah, we knew when they were hiking the ball because the center lifted his head." Yep. Oh, Brady got killed that game. Oh my God! Oh yeah, beat to death. Yeah. Right? And they still anyone listening would have been put. Anyone <laughs> listening to the show would be put in the hospital from that day. Oh yeah, yeah. He says, "Yeah, especially the first me. half, he got destroyed." <laughs> Yeah, I didn't think uh, I didn't think Brady played bad on Sunday, but that interception was bad. That's not like him. Yeah, agreed. Like I've been saying now, for all this time, he's he's played at such a high level that you just expect perfection from him, and when he slips just a little bit, it gets it's very noticeable. Oh God, yeah, yeah. It's not like. He's not a regular quarterback. It's just the way it is. Mm -hmm. I know there's people who want to sit here and dispute what he is, whether he's the GOAT or not, whatever. That's always going to be a thing with fan bases. There's people who are never going to agree that he is, no matter what you say. Right. So as far as I'm concerned, I'm pretty much done just discussing the whole situation, really. Yeah, it's like how much uh, you want to spend time banging your head against the wall. Exactly, because no matter what you say, the people who don't believe it aren't going to budge anyways. You're not going to, so why bother? No, I mean, there were some fans blaming. (laughs) It becomes a circle of disbelief, basically. Yeah, I mean, there was some fan Sunday blaming the defense for the loss. I you know, I couldn't take it. I got off of social media when I started hearing that nonsense. It's definitely a, di- a different feel when they lose compared to when they win, don't it? <laughs> yep. The fans are different for sure. Yeah, all big time. They should win but, the next two games. Pretty confident about that. So oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'll just be watching to see how they fix the issues on offense and hopefully correcting some of the run defense. But, I mean, their secondary's been lights out. So. I mean, it's the so Patriots, they gotta... so they're going to make things interesting regardless. Right, oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I could see them going, even if they get the two seed and whoever's won end up losing it, so. You know, the Pats host both games in the playoffs and then go to the Super Bowl. I mean, that's basically a road game, so you're going to have to win. you have to figure out how to win at least one road game if you want the title. 
Yes and no. I mean, you're going to have to win on the road, but that's not really a road game. That's just an exhibition game for all the marbles, basically. Well, it's Atlanta. The, there won't be many fans no. for the Pats there. No, but I mean, Super Bowl is a lot of is a lot of corporate stuff that goes on. Yeah, you have fans, but a lot of that's corporations. Adam. Like, I couldn't imagine a Super Bowl team actually having to play a true road game with a higher scene, better record, et cetera, breakdowns, strength and right. schedule, all that stuff would have to go into a place with just your average Joe's buying tickets. That would be insanity. <laughs> you imagine how loud those stadiums would be? Right. Oh, jeez. Oh. That would be not fun. Not right. a fun day at the office. No. So as far as like predictions, the last two games, I'm not making them anymore. I'm done. No, me neither. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Yeah, no thanks. I'll just say they win and that's it. Yeah. Right. Don't care if it's by one or 30. Right. I think they'll win. I, I think the Eagles are going to beat Houston this weekend. But I'm not sure about the Chiefs and the Seahawks. That's going to be closer than some might think. Sunday night, you know, 8.30 in Seattle. That place is loud. Oh, yeah. It's a big test for uh, Mahomes. So, yeah, it is. Let's see. See how it goes. Yeah, we're uh, just so everyone knows we're not doing an episode next week. So they gave us the week right. off. SB Nation, that was very nice of them. So then we'll be back January first, bringing in the new year with uh, Jerry Thornton from Barstool. You know, I'm gonna talk about the Patriots. You know. What they might, what he thinks they might do in the playoffs, et cetera, and uh, talk about his books. So. That'd be a fun Definitely. time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we've both probably been following him for a while. So. Good guy. Long time. Yeah. You want you want to wrap the show up on that note? Yeah, let's wrap it up. Oh, uh, Tom Brady and Stephon Gilmore both made the Pro Bowl. Flowers got snubbed. Uh, Devlin got snubbed. Guess those three touchdowns in two games didn't get him over the top. Wow. Yeah. But glad Gilmore got in. He definitely deserved it. Brady, I'm yeah. kind of on the edge about. I think Mahomes better, definitely better get in. Rivers should be in. And I don't know. Maybe Luck is the one who gets snubbed. But It's a popularity contest, basically. Yeah, the fans vote. So. Yeah. I mean, it's more of just a prestige thing now. Like, do many people even really watch the Pro Bowl? <laughs> I vote, but I haven't watched one in years. Right. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah, I vote too, but I don't watch. But, yeah, let's go ahead and wrap it up. So, thanks again to SB Nation. Check this out on patspulpit.com. Tomorrow, it'll be up probably around 11 a.m. or so. So follow us on Twitter. Minds We Play for Titles. 
What's yours, Chris? Mine's Chris underscore Blackie. Yeah, thanks everyone. Go on to iTunes, subscribe to the Pat's Pulpit podcast if you're not already. Share it with your friends. Have them do reviews as well. So thanks again for listening, sharing this episode. Have a good one. Hello, I'm Ashley Carmen. I'm Caitlin Tiffany. We're the hosts of Why'd You Push That Button, the Verge's show about all the choices technology forces us to make. We're back for season three, talking about questions like, why do you delete your tweets? And why do you type in lowercase letters that make you seem like a serial killer? And why are you on an exclusive dating app? You're not that special. (laughs) We're releasing a new episode every Wednesday, and you can find this anywhere you typically find podcasts, which is Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts. So go ahead and subscribe and check us out.